Thursday of the second week in Ordinary Time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. Beneath the shadow of your throne your saints have dwelt secure. Sufficient is your arm alone, and our defense is sure. Before the hills in order stood, or earth received her frame, from everlasting you are God, to endless years the same. A thousand ages in your sight are like an evening gone, short as the watch that ends the night before the rising sun. Time, like an ever-rolling stream, bears all its suns away. They fly forgotten as a dream dies at the opening day. O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, be now our guide while life shall last, and our eternal home. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you yourself, in days long ago. To plant them you uprooted the nations, to let them spread you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land, no arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you we beat down our foes, in your name we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Yet now you have rejected us disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughing stock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword, among the peoples, a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me, My face is covered with shame. At the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and the avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. This befell us, though we had not forgotten you, though we had not been false to your covenant though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows, and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God, or stretched out our hand to another God, would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you that we face death all day long, and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face from us and forget our oppression and misery? 
for we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, rise up and come to our aid. With your strong arm lead us to freedom, as you mightily delivered our forefathers. Since you are the King who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of truth. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, Bear in mind and do not forget how you angered the Lord your God in the desert. From the day you left the land of Egypt until you arrived in this place, you have been rebellious toward the Lord. At Horeb, you so provoked the Lord that he was angry enough to destroy you. When I had gone up the mountain to receive the stone tablets of the covenant, which the Lord made with you. Meanwhile, I stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights without eating or drinking, till the Lord gave me the two tablets of stone inscribed by God's own finger, with a copy of all the words that the Lord spoke to you on the mountain from the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly. Then, at the end of the forty days and forty nights, when the Lord had given me the two stone tablets of the covenant, he said to me, Go down from here now, quickly, for your people whom you have brought out of Egypt have become depraved. They have already turned aside from the way I pointed out to them, and have made for themselves a molten idol. I have seen now how stiff-necked this people is, the Lord said to me. Let me be that I may destroy them and blot out their name from under the heavens. I will then make of you a nation mightier and greater than they. When I had come down again from the blazing fiery mountain, with the two tablets of the covenant in both my hands, I saw how you had sinned against the Lord your God. You had already turned aside from the way which the Lord had pointed out to you by making for yourselves a molten calf. Raising the two tablets with both hands, I threw them from me and broke them before your eyes. Then, as before, I lay prostrate before the Lord for forty days and forty nights, without eating or drinking, because of all the sin you had committed in the sight of the Lord and the evil you had done to provoke him. For I dreaded the fierce anger of the Lord against you. His wrath would destroy you. Yet once again the Lord listened to me. With Aaron too the Lord was deeply angry, and would have killed him had I not prayed for him also at that time. Then, taking the calf, the sinful object you had made, and fusing it with fire, I ground it down to powder as fine as dust, which I threw into the wadi that went down the mountainside. Those forty days then, and forty nights, I lay prostrate before the Lord, because he had threatened to destroy you. This was my prayer to him. O Lord God, destroy not your people, the heritage which your majesty has ransomed and brought out of Egypt with your strong hand. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Look not upon the stubbornness of this people, nor upon their wickedness and sin, lest the people from whose land you have brought us say, The Lord was not able to bring them into the land he promised them, or, out of hatred for them, he brought them out to slay them in the desert. They are, after all, your people and your heritage, whom you have brought out by your great power and with your outstretched arm. Moses pleaded with the Lord and said, Why, O Lord, should your anger blaze against your people? Turn from your burning wrath, 
Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to whom you promised a land where milk and honey flow. So the Lord relented, and held back the punishment with which he had threatened his people. God said to Moses, You have found favor with me. You are my intimate friend. So the Lord relented, and held back the punishment with which he had threatened his people. A reading from a letter by Fulgentius of Ruspa, Bishop. Notice, at the conclusion of our prayer we never say, through the Holy Spirit, but rather, through Jesus Christ your Son, our Lord. Through the mystery of the Incarnation, Jesus Christ became man, the mediator of God and man. He is a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. By shedding his own blood, he entered once and for all into the holy places. He did not enter a place made by human hands, a mere type of the true one. But he entered heaven itself, where he is at God's right hand, interceding for us. Quite correctly, the church continues to reflect this mystery in her prayer. This mystery of Jesus Christ the High Priest is reflected in the Apostle Paul's statement, Through him, then, let us always offer the sacrifice of praise to God, the fruit of lips that profess belief in his name. We were once enemies of the Father, but have been reconciled through the death of Christ. Through him, then, we offer our sacrifice of praise, our prayer to God. He became our offering to the Father, and through him our offering is now acceptable. It is for this reason that Peter the Apostle urges us to be built up as living stones into a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. This, then, is the reason why we offer prayer to God our Father, but through Jesus Christ our Lord. When we speak of Christ's priesthood, what else do we mean than the Incarnation? Through this mystery, the Son of God, though his state was divine, emptied himself to assume the condition of a slave. As a slave, he humbled himself, and in obedience he even accepted death. Even though he possessed equality with the Father, he became a little less than the angels. Always equal to the Father, the Son became a little less, because he became a man. Christ lowered himself when he emptied himself to assume the condition of a slave. By this condition, Christ, the only begotten Son of God, though himself ever remaining God, became a priest. To him, along with the Father, we offer our sacrifice. Yet through him the sacrifice we now offer is holy, living, and pleasing to God. Indeed, if Christ had not sacrificed himself for us, we could not offer any sacrifice. For it is in him that our human nature becomes a redemptive offering. When we offer our prayers through him, our priest, we confess that Christ truly possesses the flesh of our race. Clearly, the apostle refers to this when he says, Every high priest is taken from among men. He is appointed to act on behalf of these same men in their relationship to God. He is to offer gifts and sacrifices to God. We do not, however, only say, Your Son, when we conclude our prayer. We also say, Who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit? In this way we commemorate the natural unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is clear, then, that the Christ who exercises a priestly role on our behalf is the same Christ who enjoys a natural unity and equality with the Father and the Holy Spirit. 
let us approach the throne of grace with perfect confidence. We shall find compassion and grace to help us in time of need. We do not have a high priest who is incapable of understanding our weaknesses. We shall find compassion and grace to help us in our time of need. Let us pray. Father of heaven and earth, hear our prayers, and show us the way to peace in the world. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.